Hey friends, welcome back to another episode of You've Just Become a Christian, Now What? Uh, I am Ben. I'm Sophie. And today we are going to be going through and Sophie is going to be sharing her testimony. Um, (laughs) I'm so excited um, to hear what you've got to share, Sophie, because I think actually... I don't know if I've even heard your testimony because I walked it with you. So to actually, (laughs) to actually, um, hear it and just to like, remember like what God's done in your life. I'm so excited. So Soph, why don't you start us off with, by, um, starting off at the beginning? and just take us from there let's see where we go okay great the beginning sure um (laughs) i feel like i'm gonna preface the whole testimony and just say (laughs) that like um just with a bit of background on me like i grew up uh non-christian i grew up very like religion was not really even in question um i grew up in a very not like very but like pretty diverse area like my primary school I didn't go to some sort of like C of E or anything um we weren't allowed to like I knew of primary schools that would say like the Lord's Prayer before eating or something um we 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 never did that because we were so like diverse it wasn't really allowed um so I kind of grew up the only stuff I knew about religion was through school and even then, very minimal. The education system really does not plug a lot of money into that. And um, I remember the only time I've ever brought it up with my family was uh, I'd learnt about christenings, I think, one time in primary school. And a bunch of my friends had been christened. And I was like, wait, that saves you from going to hell. <laughs> I was like, I went home and I was like, mom, like, why, <laughs> why didn't you christen me? uh and i remember did you did you go home and say why am i going to hell (laughs) basically i was like why have you done this to me (laughs) this is all your fault i'm gonna burn forever um no but it was either my mom or my dad uh who was like uh we want we didn't want to christen you because you know you can choose your own faith and like we don't want to we don't want to choose that for you like that's that's your freedom of choice um that was basically the tone um which I actually really appreciated. And um, a lot of that kind of love and respect comes from my parents. So that was, that was very cool. Um, but yeah, I just was not Christian. Um, was I didn't even know Christians. Like I, the only stuff I really knew was that like uh, in some places in the world, like they could be intense. And that I knew of like media reports of like, just stuff in negative lighting um that I just I just wasn't really it honestly didn't even cross my mind like I was not interested didn't even think to question it like I think a lot of people say like they were missing something or felt like that and I really did not feel as though I was missing uh anything or lacking or like there was some big hole that needed filling like Mm. it really didn't feel like that which I think is why it took me so like aback like um just really didn't know what to 
think about it. Um, basically, I've struggled on and off with mental health um, from like 14, 15. Um, it always kind of centered around attention and worth and appearance, um, but it was also a lot deeper than that. Um, but it kind of manifested in like issues with eating and uh, not wanting to be around. If that's just me tiptoeing around saying I was quite mm. suicidal, <laughs> mm. and um, and I went through. I, I'm really good at talking, um, hence why I was so joyous when I was <laughs> asked to do a <laughs> podcast. Um, that so I've always been really pro therapy and I still am therapy is great go get therapy if you need therapy love it um but I kind of felt like that set me up and I was okay Mm. I had several bouts of it um and then when I went to uni in first year I went home for like six months because I basically just broke like I Mm. I had or I thought I had self-esteem. And then uh, one night I went to a house party on campus and this guy came up to me and just made a comment on my face. Like the first thing he said to me within 10 seconds of me entering this room. And he was just like, mm, and I'm not going to repeat it because I don't, I don't want to repeat mm. it. But it wasn't like yeah. awful enough to be like, oh, what, a, what an awful person. But it was just like, it just enough, Just me. a knock. Yeah. It broke me. And mm. I realized that all of my self-love I thought I had was not there. And mm. I was like, I can't do this here. I can't take yeah. the pressure. I feel like I never got a lot of like male attention growing up. Um, and then I came to uni and like I'd never felt so much attention and yet so much like criticism at the same time. And it was just mm. really, really tough um and so I went home and I told my mom I was like I want a therapist like I need to talk about this and I got one and that's a a really bold thing to go (laughs) and like for real because there's a lot of people who would try to fight that and say Mm. like oh I'm fine but like because I did it for so long I I only went on medication for my anxiety last year um, yeah. even though I knew I was fighting my mental health for so long um, because I was like, I can do this by myself. So like, that's mm. so brave and so courageous to actually go I'm out and be dead. like, I, I need some, but it is. And I, I think even if like, whether you know Jesus or not, like therapy is so good and to be able to go out and say, Hey, I need some therapy is incredible. And mm. sorry, just to ask you another question before we carry yeah. on, like, was it just that one moment or was it something about just kind of being at uni that um, kind of made you like reach that point? Hmm. I feel like, um, I feel like it was a long time coming. I think Mm. uh, it was just years of unfinished business. I think I have always seen selfishness as a positive purely because of like therapy and like, looking after yourself self-love like that's kind of what the world mm. sells you as well and um and I was very inward focused 
Um, but to the point where like I was the judge and the jury and the like I was every single part of the criticism against me as well. Like I don't know if that explained mm. it really poorly. But um I don't think it was necessarily uni. I think I adapted to change quite well, I would say. That's up for debate. But um I don't think it was uni. Maybe it was the change of pace and the change of all of these mm. new voices coming up, but I think a lot of it was just me. Really. Yeah. Um but yeah, so I went home, got therapy, thought I was sorted yet again. As it turns out, I wasn't. And I came back in second year and there was like a whole accumulation of stuff going on. I was working at this, uh, this, I don't even know, what would you even call it? Like a cafe, restaurant? Cafe, cafe, yeah. Cafe, sells brunch, sells other things. It was okay. We're not gonna we're not gonna talk about it. Um I was working there, but I was working quite a lot for what I could actually manage. Um mm. I wasn't enjoying many of my university friendships and relationships going on there. I was drinking at least four times a week. Like uh the pub was I mean I still love the pub. I'm just gonna say that. But like, like do you? Mm, but like clubbing <laughs> and the pub and alcohol, like I could not stop myself. I would have mm. um I would only drink doubles and I would drink them so fast I would neck them back. And if one was like less than half full, the next one would be in my hand. Like I was mm. um really dependent on that but that was also kind of the culture around me not that that's an excuse but it just like that's how it was happening and um I think I was just driving myself into a pit like I I hated who I was um and what I looked like I seeked validation and placed my worth in the hands of so many boys who did not care about it like did not handle it with mm -hmm care and love um yeah they also and, didn't see your self-worth so you're saying yeah I yeah. just so um I was so flippant with it because yeah it meant nothing to me I didn't I didn't have any um and that's when uh at that period in my life I had a really long day at work with my boss who was Ben and uh our other co-workers some really really good friends of ours meg and grace and um at the end of the shifts ben was like i feel like we should go to the pub and i was just like yeah <laughs> i concur like i agree um and the four of us went to the pub and lo and behold it was karaoke night um, which was i'd like to point out was intentional we were going to the pub for karaoke oh were we uh, there was there was there was there was no yeah do you not know this no yeah like i love some karaoke and <laughs> there was no way that i was going to go to a pub and be like oh what a surprise no way i do not remember that maybe i blocked that out <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah i think you did because we definitely spoke about that <laughs> oh okay well it was karaoke night anyway we <laughs> did some beautiful karaoke i was going to say mm. awful 
but like it oh, was beautiful. so beautiful. It was so You've good. got the voice of an angel. I I do. If any of you ever want a rendition of Rosanna, um, <laughs> I can make that arranged. Anyway, um, we did that, and we got we did get quite drunk. Um, we had a great night. It was so fun. And at the end of it, mm. you and Grace, like you kind of talked about your faith a little bit, but not really, um, because Grace is Christian too. And um, you were like, hey, like next week there's this thing called Alpha. Uh, it'll be at the pub. There'll be free food. Uh, we can get you a free drink. Like it's just chatting. And I was just like, like well, kind of what you said, like what have I got to lose? Like I didn't like going home. Uh, yeah. Like I, I didn't enjoy uh, the relationships I had going on there at the time. I didn't like myself and my own company. Uh, and I loved alcohol and free food. So I was really in. Um, and can I just say that that's such a great point of alpha is like, it's so, I was not interested whatsoever in the Christian side of it. I was mm. like, cool, I'm just going to go <laughs> have a good time for free, leave. No, like, questions asked. Well, questions are asked. No, like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? No commitment. Um, no commitment. No commitment, um, And so I went the next week. I went. Uh, I remember, so me and Meg both went because we were both going, right? And I remember just being like, I'll go if you go. <laughs> but, like, I'm not going to go by myself. And uh, we went. And I did get my free drink and my free food. And yeah, I remember you having a lot of free drinks. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, guys, Alpha was, like, our lead pastor will tell you because he was at that Alpha course. <laughs> um, I normally had two or three doubles before the video even began. <laughs> like, yeah. I drank, um, which is just a testament to mm. where I was at the time. Um, but I really enjoyed myself. I kind of didn't think I would at all. But it was actually really nice. And I met some of the nicest people. I just remember being sat in the room and thinking, like, huh, these Christians, like, they're not. <laughs> crazy people <laughs> like they're having a pint with me in the pub and are asking mm. me what my thoughts are and uh it was just really cool and I think I really needed it at the time I just really needed that community like I've literally never known community ever like mm. I feel like the only community I've ever really felt is my family but that is such a whole different thing to like God's community um mm. So yeah, that was that. And then I just, for the first time, I was kind of questioning things. Like, I, what is going on with the world? What is mm. suffering? What, who is God? What could he mean to me? And but they, did you did you have that the first the first week of Alpha? Because I, from my memory, I feel like it took two or three weeks before. Oh gosh, you, no, yeah, like I. Was, um, <laughs> I was just there for the vibes to begin with, but it did it did plant the seeds. It planted the seeds mm. of thought and kind of the seeds of doubt. It's like my whole life I've been so fine with not even questioning it, and I kind of just stopped and was like, "Why? Like, why mm. do I? Why am I so set in these beliefs? Are they mine? Are they my mom's or my dad's or my school teachers? Like, are they actually my?" beliefs have i paid any mm. attention whatsoever um and i think i think week four or five 
we go into prayer in Alpha. Um, like, what does it mean to pray? Like, what is prayer? And yeah, at the so. end... Five. Of, Sounds about right. Yeah. Might be six, at, actually. At the end of that session, um, we had to go around in this... Well, we didn't six. have to, but we went around in the circle um, that we were sat in, and we just, we'd say one thing that we'd like prayer for. Mm. And you could kind of opt in or opt out. Like, as I said, there's no commitment. So, so, so easy. And I just remember praying um, in my head, obviously. Uh, we'll, get, we'll get to that in another episode. Prayer is like a whole <laughs> thing. Um, and then it kind of just introduced the whole, like, maybe I'll start doing that just to see, you know, like, if God's there and prayer is how I can get to him, maybe I'll try it. Um, mm. And I actually have uh, sheets of notebook paper that are in a box of mine back home uh, where I would write down every time there was a coincidence with God. And it's all God following instance. a God incidence. Exactly. And uh, there's like 15 of these times after I started praying. I thought you were going to say 15 pages then. I was like, wow, no. that's really impressive. You're <laughs> making this clear. <laughs> I was a really good disciple really fast. Um, <laughs> no, so like 15 things, but from just, just to see, you know, like just checking, mm. I was kind of like, uh, I'd have a conversation with someone and something so minimally likely, like something so stupidly like should not have happened or like it would just ridiculous like I can't let me try and think of an example like I remember uh at some point throughout Alpha as well I bumped into we have an a phenomenal friend called Erin who is just such a light of Jesus's like she is so um such a beautiful vessel of him and uh I saw her on campus at some point throughout Alpha and I was like can I like maybe come to church with you and you should have seen her face like it lit like I bet that's every I mean that would be my dream now for someone to just come up to me and be like can I can I come to church like um she was ecstatic and it was great and uh I went to church and I just remember feeling like oh my gosh like I'd never felt such a weight in the air of love and like mm. genuine caring and genuine interest in everyone there and everyone wanted the best for everyone and like there was so much of an outpouring of love and it like mm. I broke down the first time I was at church like I felt so uncomfortable because <laughs> I was just kind of weeping in my chair just the first time okay a lot of times past that but the first time especially I was just weeping in the chair and I remember Erin turning to look at me and I was like don't look at me because <laughs> I was just so overwhelmed like what is that mm. um I'll tell you now folks it's God <laughs> uh <spoiler laughs> alert, it's Jesus in the room it was like I think that was probably the first time the Holy Spirit was like something that I'd recognized and it was mm. oh, it was insane and um and so anyway back to like the list I was in church and there was this one time I was praying and uh one of my friends was going through a really hard time and I I knew that she was outside in her car and I knew that church was where she needed to be and she knew that but she was in her car, like she was, she's stubborn and she, she knew that she 
he didn't want to come in. And I just stubborn's, I, stubborn's definitely aware. Stubborn is aware. Uh, I was like, I think this person needs to walk through the door right now, like in the next twenty seconds. Otherwise, you're not real. I was like, otherwise, that's it. That is my ultimatum. Like, you bring really, her through the door. Really testing him there. Yeah, I was like, you bring them through the door, or I, I give up. And I kid you not, I opened my eyes, and as and it was the shortest prayer ever. And as I opened them they walked in and like, I saw them walking in and I was like, I was like, okay, God, but like, I need more. <laughs> I think that's like always the case with the new Christians. It's like, okay, like uh-huh. you've answered this and this and this, but like, I don't know if that was you. And like, I just, yeah, a hundred, like that's, you're so right. Yeah. Because you do, because you're like, I think I believe, but I just, I just need a little bit more. Yeah. Like, so God, I know you've answered these 27,000 <laughs> other prayers that I've like, like, had. Just this one. But if you can, <laughs> this one, and then the next one after that. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> and so that's the, hence the 15 different like times that I was like, mm. okay, no, that must, that must be God. And, um, and it got to the Alpha Away Day. And uh, there was, there had been people that had been, uh doing like prophecy slots for those that were coming Mm. and uh the whole day i'd kind of been thinking like i kind of want to say yes but i'm so scared to say yes in case i'm wrong and in case it's not real and i'm being a fool and all of these people are crazy but they're so nice and i'm I'm so confused and um and i got to the prophecy and mine came up and it was all to do with just like just step into me like just say yes like I know you want to you know it like it's right come come with me and obviously it mm-hmm. wasn't that I've just paraphrased the prophecy but I broke down Ben can tell you uh I wept I was snotty <laughs> I was so I was again I was just so confused because I was like mm. I have to figure it out and I felt such a desire to figure it out and it really mm. did it kind of did send me through a time of like further upset um mm. it's kind of probably not something you hear too often but like it felt like such a weight for me to figure it out. And it was a weight I was putting on myself. It didn't feel like mm, God was putting this on me or like the people around me were putting it on me. Like I remember trying to explain that to my mom because my mom was very dubious. And, um, and I was just like, it, it's, it's only me, but I just needed to figure it out. Um, but yeah, there was just too much. And so I mm. remember I'd been to church on just a Sunday uh right before easter so we're literally coming up to the one year yeah and um yeah and i was walking to the pub after church because that's what we do and um and i turned to erin and i was like yeah i think i i think i want to say like i think i'm a christian and oh the pub after was so fun because everyone was so joyous because it's like a little the party that's going on in heaven there's a snippet of it wherever Mm. you are and like Mm. um yeah it was amazing and mm. um and i it wasn't easy straight from then i really struggled with okay but actually yeah what does this look like for me now and mm. what does this mean and i was still so jesus was so foreign to me he's known and loved me my whole life but i didn't know him and mm. i was like okay now i need to 
And so it felt like such a rush, but I just felt like I kept on getting everything wrong and I couldn't hear him mm. and we'll get into like what that might look like. But um, I basically had a night a couple months later where I got very drunk. I got blackout drunk at a club and I ended up going home with someone. Uh, but I didn't even remember that until I woke up and uh, I was in this person's bed and I looked over at him and I didn't even know his name. And I was like, oh, this is a bottom. Like this, mm. this is not <laughs> where I thought I was going to be after I'd said yes to Jesus. And, um, and I, I just remember thinking, okay, like you kind of need to make a choice. And prayer had been really hard for me at that point because I just didn't think I was getting anywhere and I didn't think I could hear God. And I was like, maybe this just means it's all fake. Mm. And there was a 24 seven prayer room, uh, in Bath at the time. And I went to it and I love writing. And I, there was like a little letter section. And so I just picked up a pen and paper and started to write like, Jesus, this is what's happened. This is where it's going. Um, I, I, I want to, I want to feel like this is right. I don't know if this is right. And, mm. uh, I wrote this and I just felt, <laughs> I felt God, I felt like, I, I kind of had written, like, I, I don't know if you're there, but I, I think you might be, and I, and I want to follow you, and I want to make the mm. right decisions by you, even if I don't feel you, because I think you're the right way anyway. And I just felt his love <laughs> and his peace and the, the, joy in my decision and the fact that like I'd gotten to that decision on my own basis and mm. I just felt God's love and I was like oh my gosh I've just had a breakthrough like proud what <laughs> and um and I was just like God is real <laughs> and so I I text my friend Jody and I was like Jody I, I want to get dunked <laughs> I want to get baptized uh there was a bit of a Q&A process where she was like mm. But Sophie, like, what does this actually mean to you? And it just, it did bring up a lot of important questions, but mm. it's so important to be questioned because you've got to know why you're yeah. doing it. Um, yeah. And and even now I look back at my baptism and it's the greatest day of my life. Mm. Um, but I, I was so in my infancy of faith. Like I was still just getting to know Jesus. Um, so baptism for me was like, it was a vow and a commitment to, to choose to love God and to choose God mm. and his way and do that every single day for the rest of my life. Um, mm. And here I am. <laughs> here you yeah, are. Yeah, here I am. So thank you so, like, thank you so much for sharing. It was such vulnerability because there's so much in that. Mm. Um, where like I, I obviously know what you've struggled with and I know what some of that that's felt really easy and mm. some of that that has felt um really hard so yeah thank you so much for sharing and I know that there's gonna be so many people that are gonna listen to this and be able to identify with what you've said um I think one of the first questions I kind of wanted to ask is when you were in that 24 7 prayer room 
and he said about like feeling God's presence. Like what, mm. like what was that? Was that the first time you feel like you encountered the Holy Spirit or? Honestly, yeah, probably. Mm. Um, it's the first time his, like, I felt like I understood when people said that they felt God, if that makes sense. Like, mm. it, I, it's so hard to describe, which is why it's so unfortunate. Mm. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's kind of one of those things you do kind of experience. Uh, but it's real. And it mm. just felt like, like, it says it in the Bible when it's, you can't, that peace doesn't come from anywhere else. It's supernatural. Like you can't explain it away with any earthly stuff. Like there was yeah. no reason for me to feel that peace and that joy and that mm. love in that moment. I was broken in spirit of like, I didn't mm. know where to go next. Um, so it just, it just kind of felt like, I guess how it felt when I first went to church and like that love mm. in the room, like that aura, like it just felt thick of God. I don't know. Mm. I'm sorry. That's kind of a terrible answer. No, I, it's, it, it just, it's... it's definitely one of those things you've got to, you've got to experience. You've got to just go out and experience. Go and get it, girl. No, I just mean like you've got to, <laughs> you, you can't, it's very indescribable. <laughs> unless you know it. Mm. like i i would have just taken people for saying that and i would have been like yeah okay mm. but like what what's that feel like mm. i'm sat here I, don't I, know. I i think to kind of ask a bit more follow on to that question then because mm. obviously like would you say you were like searching for that feeling like to experience him in that kind of form oh um like at in that point in that place yeah or just like kind of at any point like we would you say that you were kind of so trying true. to experience what the holy spirit felt like i think yeah because at mm. least since since the time walking to the pub being like yeah i think I'm, i think i might be a christian like mm. especially even in some of uh through alpha i had some real low points like there was one time when i um I don't know if I should trigger warning or anything, but just to get into a bit of a deeper topic, like mm. I, yeah. there was a night when I truly, like, I don't even feel like I was myself. It felt yeah. like evil was on me. And like, I, I was holding a knife. I yeah. um, was, I, I did hurt myself, but I was ready to do more. And like for the, I've, been through that in the past but never to the point that it was that yeah. night and yeah. it kind of just I think I was searching for God in like that kind of moment like it was kind mm. of like God I'm here I'm scared and if you're there I could really do with you right now yeah. um and I think that's something that a lot of people have experienced, especially non-Christians throughout their life. It's like you get to these low points and you're like, you're searching for that like last resort. And I think obviously not to put God as a last resort, but like when, when you don't know him, that's what he is. Like he's a, he's a maybe that could change your life. Mm. And like, um, 
I think I was searching for what I could see in everyone else that was like the Christian leaders in my alpha, Mm. um, the joy from church, from that love that everyone had and held and shared Mm. like that was God. And I knew that was God because Mm. these people aren't all crazy. Like that's a very far-fetched idea for all those 50 Christians to be absolutely like off their head <laughs> like yeah. um yeah that's too perfect so i was just mm. searching yeah. i definitely i i think for context to explain probably a little bit more of what you're trying to say there um i, I think you're trying to describe how like people pray when they're desperate right people yes. who say they're not christians yeah. people who are like you know you were in a position where you were really trying to connect with god and understand who jesus was mm. But it's people who aren't trying for that, but are desperate and pray because they think, well, I've got nothing else. So yeah. what, what can I lose? Right. Yeah. So I'm just going to pray. And like I've done that in my life and not felt a response. But then I had had that one moment where I don't know if I even did pray, but I poured out yeah. and got a response. Um, yeah. And, and I think. No, go on. Sorry. I was, I was just going to say like as well, like, but in that moment, uh, obviously you reached out to me and you reached out to someone else but like you reached out to the community that jesus had given you and i know that community is such a big part of your story um throughout all of this yeah but like what what has community meant to you not just in that moment but how has community like also changed your life mm, like the community sucks. that jesus has placed around you such a good question um i think i'm gonna start by saying that community in fact yeah no community has just changed the game (laughs) god Mm -hmm. gifts us community he blesses us with fellowship like i could not have easily done this um, not that it's been easy, but I, it would be a whole lot harder without community. <laughs> like, yeah. I, the people around me, not only like to see their faith and their love, um, and then for the for God's love to work through them to me. I think that was a mm. huge thing for me, especially in the beginning. That is how I felt God's love. Like that's how it was tangible to me. Um, now that our relationship has deepened it's obviously developing into a more he is my father and i'm his daughter like that is the relationship now but to begin with it was so much easier as an outsider to faith to walk into it with that community around me i think it just means oh so much like like the counsel and the wisdom and just Mm. the love like the fruits of the spirit everyone is so kind everyone mm. is so generous and loving and compassionate and like people treat you with so much grace and mercy like it's it's so good it's so good um yeah, yeah. and i just think yeah the community is great but it is important um i think it's great that i felt it through people but it did take me a bit longer to differentiate like placing my faith in their faith and placing my faith 
in mm. God, like himself. And that relationship yeah. I have with him, I think that's really important because I mm. struggled with that because I so heavily relied on community. And community yeah. is there to have, don't get me wrong, but definitely something to watch with open eyes, you know? Yeah. No, I think you've explained that really well. Um, probably, I don't know if this is turning turn the page a little bit, um, yeah. but like you shared a lot around and your story is based a lot around, you know, saying like, I want to follow him, but then carry on making mistakes <laughs> and slipping up and mm. like, always coming back to him but like what would you say to someone who is maybe a new christian or has been a christian for a long time and still finds them making mistakes or slipping up in porn mm. or um self-harm or whatever it is and it is it's struggling in that like how like how mm. does someone keep going back to jesus in that moment and trying to find that connection with him Mm, which is a great, a great question. I think um, some a quote that I hold on to, um, I actually think it might be in a Pete Gregg book, but that could be wrong. Um, but it's, I mean, someone else probably said it before him, but there's just, there's more grace in God than sin in you. Um, mm. I love that I have it written on my wall. I say it to myself and other people a lot. Like, I think the God that I've gotten to know, the God, I mean, who God is, is abounding in like that grace and that forgiveness and mercy. Mm. And like, so to me, especially because I didn't grow up Christian, I think maybe even an advantage, like I've never known that like guilt or shame culture that I think some people are definitely hurt mm. by. Um, and I, I would, I would hate for anyone to feel like that. And I think God would hate mm. for anyone to feel like that. Like he sent Jesus to do like to take that from us. And that that's not to say we shouldn't bear our own crosses and you know, but like um I just think that no matter what stage you're in, like God is mm. there waiting. And I have spent so I have ran away so many times. I think something that is like a really great way of thinking of it is rooms of your heart. And I don't know where that concept came from or where I've even gotten it from, but it's just kind of like, there's, there's different rooms in your heart, for different things. Like it could be money. It could be relationships. It could be family. It could be work. It could be sex. It could be like whatever. Um, I have had so many rooms that I've just kind of shut Jesus out of over the past year and it's just been mm. like he's there waiting on the other side and i'm so fearful that i'm scrambling out the window and across the field like i he's not getting through that door and i'm running away mm. and mm. the like that is because i've made those mistakes in those areas mm. or because there's stuff that i want to hold on to there mm. that isn't i know he'll want to he'll want to take and transform mm. um but yeah. what's what's funny, right, is you've got to like go back in through your window, <laughs> and like he's yeah he's still waiting in that door, right? He is like still and... waiting. He is, and he's there, and I can picture him with like just 
the look of love on his face like there's such gentleness mm. when he knows how big things are and he knows the shame mm. you carry and like he understands that's oh such a beauty of jesus like he gets it yeah. and um i've never known him to not be gentle with me when we approach those areas mm. or when i'm like i'm sorry that i ran away and he's like like it's like the two sons when the one like spends all his money and goes off the rails and then decides like oh no wait my father like i sh he's right i should go back to him and he goes back and his father welcomes him with open arms like mm. that is god <laughs> so i would just say like it's not easy i've just said that and made it sound like oh it's a happy little story but like most people don't know about the windows so don't think that's that easy yeah i mean i <laughs> i do not have the like acrobatic skills for that but you get what i'm saying like i think yeah um oh there's so much grace in god so much mm. he's so much bigger than any of your the biggest sins do you know what I mean? like yeah 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 i know exactly what you mean yeah. um i've got like two two questions left okay and then we'll wrap up beautiful um but you you said at the start how you used to go like and i mean i can picture it in my head um but you always used to have your two drinks in your hands <laughs> and um yeah alcohol was was a big part of dealing with big situations and yeah uh, i i don't want to put words into your mouth but i do obviously know you quite well um <laughs> quite well um but you <laughs> stop it um <laughs> But you used to drink before, before and during kind of every situation because that was what made you feel comfortable. Mm. Uh, and I, I suppose my my question now is, is what's your relationship with alcohol like, and how how do you find in these kind of situations? And mm. like, if there are people who are relying on alcohol now because it, you know, a drink takes off a little bit of that edge, um, so. Yeah, they always have that drink before they go somewhere or they're used to going to the pub because that's where they, they feel most comfortable. Like, mm. how has that changed for you? Well, as you know, uh, it's not been a linear experience. <laughs> I mm. think as with anything that God takes and that, I mean, he doesn't take, you give, like anything you give to God. Um, it's hard. And yeah. I don't expect it to stay as it is right now. Um, mm. Right now, it's great. And I think that's because I'm mm. giving I'm so readily, happily, like genuinely giving everything to God with an open hand. Like, mm. and it, that has only been the past month and a half that I've gotten to this point where I'm like, yeah, like I, I think I can give this all over to you, and it's, and I, I trust that you're going to take it well and, and yeah. love me well. Um, before then, it's been very up and down. I'm a real big, uh, nope. That sounds so bad. I was about to say I'm a real big promise breaker. I, I am not, <laughs> <laughs> but I just mean I would. I would yeah, that sounds real bad. I, <laughs> I would set these goals that are basically i kind of knew in the back of my head were un unobtainable like i would be like yeah i'm not i'm not gonna drink for mm. 
X amount of time. And mm-hmm. as you know, I would fall at the first <laughs> hurdle. Like someone would be like, oh, yeah. do, you want a, do you want a drink? And I'm like, yeah, I do. I can have one. Um, I can have one. And then one becomes five. And then five becomes a bottle of wine. And then a bottle of wine makes for a horrendous safety the next morning. Mm. Um, I think it's changed because my heart has, my head has caught up to my heart or my heart has caught up to my head. Sometimes it's interchangeable. Mm. Sometimes I don't know which one's there. Sometimes my heart is with God. And and sometimes my head and like the logic side of it is, uh, and the other one just doesn't marry up. But I think, um, I think it's an ever ever changing relationship. I think it's it's mm. so important to recognize it's not linear. Like you don't just get better and better. Like I have fallen so many times, but I think it's really important to remember that like you're not letting down God. I like yeah. I feel like I've let myself down at times but he'll turn around and he'll be like Sophie like you haven't let me down like we'll go again we'll try again tomorrow mm. um he uh, the, I, I I'm in a great place with it as of today um mm. I think because so much of my comfort and worth was found in that it was really hard to let go of. But as soon as I started finding my comfort and worth in God, as soon as I started letting mm. myself do that, that yeah. is where the fruits have come. And that's, that's why mm. so cool. Such a great answer. Thanks, Sophie. Right. Um, and then final question, which I think it's going to be the question we're going to ask everyone we have on, um, on here. Like, you've become a Christian. Now what? <laughs> that's such a good question, Ben. Um, now my life is changed now uh i truly see myself as a walking testimony which sometimes i say and i'm like does that sound really big-headed but like it's not about me that's that's Mm. not a statement about me that's about god um well or who i am for god um i really do feel like uh we were praying before we started this episode and uh, I feel like God has really been telling me recently. It's like, okay, you first came to me and it was kind of like me saying, God, like, what can you do for me? And now it feels mm. like, I'm like, God, what can I do for you? Like, mm. how can I serve you? I don't, I don't want him to serve me. He, I, he deserves all of me <laughs> and all of my worship and all of my love. And um, I've become a Christian. And he is just every single day weeding me and uh, and picking Mm. out the stuff that he kind of wants to like mold a bit and transform. And Mm. every day it is kind of, it's me vowing and choosing to say yes to that and choosing. It's not always easy. I am so up and down with it, but like it's choosing for God's to work in me and for me to let him do that and that is what me being a christian is right now it's not having it all figured out i don't think i'm ever gonna have it figured out maybe when i'm up there with him but like (laughs) on earth i think i'll be humble for all my years hopefully Mm. um i think yeah just coming at him with humility saying like not my will but yours that is what it's like for Mm. me right now that's so great so cool Sophie, 
thank you so much for sharing. Thank you for being so vulnerable and brutally honest. Um, if there is anything that has come up in this episode, um, for anyone that's listening at home, um, please reach out to someone and speak. Um, we've shared a lot about our mental health in the last two episodes. Mm. Um, like you are never alone. Like we really believe that God is with us, yeah. but you are not alone on this earth as well. Like there are people around you who love mm. you and care for you. And we really like to just part of that reminder, um, reach out with someone you are not alone. Yeah. Um, yeah, we'd just love to say thank you so much for listening. Um, Please there will be a new video. And there will be a new video next Tuesday at 12 o'clock. That is going to be our regular schedule, but please make sure you've got your notifications on so you don't miss any ring, uh, ring, special ring. episodes we might drop. Who knows? Bell, ring, bell. ring. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but yeah, as we say on at the end of every episode, please uh, like, comment, let us know what you would love for us to talk about. Yeah. Um, we're really growing in what it is that we're going to be sharing. Um, so please, yeah, if you'd like us to like go into a subject or talk with someone who you might know or whatever, please let us know because we would mm. love to, yeah, continue to grow in that and talk about what it is that you would like to grow in. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sophie, thank you so much again. Thanks, Ben. Um, uh, everyone listening at home, thank you so much. We love um, you. God love a, you. <laughs> <laughs> um, have such a blessed week. Um, thank you. God bless. God bless.